Welcome back to GEMS with Genesis Amaris Kemp. With me today is David Wood. Here's a bit about David. David is a former consulting actuary to Fortune 100 companies. He built the world's largest coaching business, becoming number one on Google for life coaching and coaching thousands of hours in 12 countries around the globe. As well as helping others, David is no stranger to overcoming challenges himself, having survived a full collapse of his peril glider and a fractured spine, witnessing the death of his sister at age seven, anxiety and depression, and a national gong show. He coaches high-performing business owners to double revenue and their time off by focusing on less and being 30% more courageous in their business or career. So without further ado, I would love to welcome David Wood to the platform. Thank you, Genesis. Thanks for having me on the show. My pleasure, David. And it is inspiring because you have this tagline that I want to learn more about. Why do you think the human mind is like a monkey on crack? I have never heard anybody else say that. So unpack that for a bit. Yeah, well, the mind is an amazing tool, but it goes a little crazy for most of us. And to verify this, all you need to do is sit quietly with your eyes closed and say, I'm going to count to 50 breaths and I'm not going to have any thoughts. And it's almost impossible for most of us. The mind is just, oh, look at this. This is, there's a monkey treat over here. Let's think about finances or let's think about my body or let's think about what I've got this afternoon or, oh, look, there's a message from Facebook. Oh, there's an email notification. Oh, someone's knocking at my door. Right? And then we even go for more stimulation. Let's put the television on and watch that. And, you know, I'll be checking my messages while I'm watching TV sometimes. So I think we tend to gravitate towards stimulation and entertainment. And that's fine unless... There are goals we have that really matter to us and we want to move towards those goals faster. Then we have to tame the monkey mind and actually focus on less. Mm, okay, so what I'm hearing is that in life, people are so busy and consumed with distractions that are popping up in our daily lives, whether it's social media, um, the news, TV, radio, and et cetera. And you're saying that if we just get still and quiet our mind for 50 breaths, we could really take ownership of those thoughts and really tap into mindfulness. Is that what you're saying? No, actually. Um, although what you're saying is accurate. Um, I think meditation definitely can help, but we don't need to meditate to focus. What we need to do is start to create what does my life look like? Let's say we're going into 2022 now. So December 31, what would I be celebrating? That's where we can start. What would I want to celebrate in business? What would I want to celebrate in my life? What matters to me? And now what will often happen is the mind will come up with 20 things as we start to dig in. Oh, I want to be fitter and I want to, I want to, be a good singer and I'd like to be 50% closer to my kids and I'd like uh, to double revenue and I'd like to have more time off and which is great like let's start there 
but then we need to exercise some discipline. So I often ask my clients, pick three goals in business, pick three goals personally, and then we might have some back and forth and some push pull, and then we work out what will you focus on for 2022. And that's hard because the mind says, no, I want it all. I want to have everything. But if you go for everything, there's this story about Steve Jobs and a marketing person. I don't know if it's true, but the marketing, Steve's like, we have to sell these five benefits in the ad. These are amazing benefits of the product. And the marketing person screwed up five balls of paper and threw them at Steve and said, catch. And Steve dropped them all. And Steve's like, okay, point made. We'll sell one benefit. So we need to focus on what matters and then exercise discipline because you wake up in the morning. How, how do you know what to focus on? If you haven't chosen what matters at the end of 2022 and then chosen what matters for this week and agreed with yourself what you will not do, then your day is likely to be quite chaotic. It may be very fun. You may respond to a lot of emails, a lot of voice messages. You may get to do a lot of surfing on Facebook. And you may also work on six different goals and not do very well at any one of them. So you don't need to meditate. I think it's useful. What you need to do is exercise discipline in what you're actually going to put your attention on every single day. Mm, thank you for elaborating and breaking it down and correcting correcting me there, David. So how do you actually help high-performing business owners double their revenue? Is it basically by them picking three goals and then reverse engineering it to get to lay the steady foundation in order for them to work up it to achieving those goals? And how did you do it for yourself? And what's your secret sauce? Wow. Okay. Three great questions. So how I do the double revenue with business owners is I have a program. It's a, a group coaching program specifically for business owners who are uh, earning at, at least three to $5,000 a month. That'd be the minimum. And I, what we do is the first uh, two or three weeks, we focus on the vision. I talked about the end of 22, right? Well, we want to get your productivity up. So we need to work out where you're going. We need to look at how you're spending your time so that you can actually focus. And then we need to um, look at your mindset because limiting beliefs are going to slow us down so much. So we look at mindset, right? That's productivity. Let's double your productivity. Your question is about the revenue. So then we look at your messaging. Is your messaging so clear that a caveman could grunt it? You know, like double revenue, more time off. That's an example of, of clear messaging. And then we look at your leads. Some people have a lot of leads and they're not converting. A lot of people don't have enough leads. There's not enough traffic, not enough eyeballs on the messages on the message. So we look at doubling your leads and then how's your conversion rate? When people come to your website, are they opting in? for your newsletter or your free download? Are they wanting a strategy call with you? Are they actually buying when they come? So 
that's how we delve into the second bucket. First bucket is productivity. Second bucket is revenue. Third bucket we look at is your leverage because usually we're doing way too much ourselves and you're the most successful people um, have an amazing team and they do what their genius work is and they allow others to do the work that they're either not good at or don't want to do. Yes, working smarter, not harder and outsourcing whatever your strength is not and let somebody else whose strength that it is take that and capitalize on it. And I want to um, pick your brain here and ask about your background. So before you tapped into this, what were you doing prior and how did your background experience and life circumstances push you to where you are now? You know, what my brain just did is it is it was thinking about leverage and realizing that there's something I'm spending a lot of time on these days that I could probably outsource. So I realized for myself, I, I got into acting three or four months ago and I've been doing a lot of uh, submitting myself for projects around the country. You know, in any given day, I might apply to 15 different roles and it just occurred to me. For 25 bucks, I could get someone to go and do all that scanning for me, log in, submit me, and then when it's time to do an audition tape, they just say, hey, you, you got an audition here to do. So I, I just realized for myself, there's, see, we're so stuck in our patterns, it's hard to even see these possibilities sometimes unless you listen to a podcast like this or you work with a coach or, or I'm speaking on a podcast and I go, oh, I can leverage even more. My background... It was I, I grew up in a country town in Australia and I had a tragedy when I was very young. That's my reminder. Um, that's not a phone call, by the way. That's my reminder that I have a coaching call in 10 minutes. Um, I, I had a tragedy and, and my little sister died when I was young. And what happened is I shut down my emotions. I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I didn't decide to do it. But later in life, I went to therapy and realized... I'd shut down so much of myself. I developed my left brain. So I got really good at numbers and business and systems and money. I got paid to go to university and uh, ended up getting a job on Park Avenue consulting to Sony Music and Ford and Exxon and these big companies. But I was missing all the right brain stuff. So when someone finally said, why don't you go and do this personal growth program called the Landmark Forum? I was like, I don't know, they all, wear, they all wear name tags and they smile way too much. But I decided to, to go and do it anyway. I'm going to get in and get out. I'm not going to be one of these self-help junkies. Well, famous last words, right? They cracked my cynicism. They cracked my heart open. And I've spent the last 20 years catching up and sitting with gurus and going inside and working out what emotional vulnerability really is, what leadership truly is, what influence truly is. So now I'm an unusual coach. I meet at the intersection of life and business. So I'm really a life coach for business owners because of my background of all the business, but what I truly care about. I mean, yeah, we'll start on doubling your revenue for sure. That's fun. And doubling your time off. But then we get to the good stuff. How are you showing up in the world? How courageous are you? Are you riding your edge? 
What are your limiting beliefs? And can we bust through those? That's what really gets me going. I love that because I wanted to not just know David Wood from the business side and all the accolades you've accomplished. I wanted to know who is David Wood at the core and how does David Wood at the core mesh with where you are now? Because so many times people, when they have this level of success, they only talk about the success that they have, but they never talk about the start uglies and the tragedies that they may have faced early on in life that led them down the path that they are on now. So whenever I ask those questions, it's a way for me to bridge the gap to know more about you. Because as you're sitting here, we're not only on this platform, but my core pillars are to educate to inspire and motivate others. And there are amazing stories to be told. And as we begin to wind down, I want you to tell me about that book over to my left, Name That Mouse, and how important is that to you? And then talk about the Focus.CEO on your hat. Thank you. I, um, I love this book. Uh, in, in fact, I've got, I've got the old book cover up there. I realize it's now the new title is Mouse in the Room, Addressing the Mouse in the Room because the elephant is not alone. And I feel passionate about this because I wasn't taught to share my feelings as a kid. I was, you know, we, we learn to hide what we see as weakness because maybe people won't like us or we'll be ridiculed, particularly growing up as a man in Australia. You weren't really supposed to have feelings. And there's a gap in almost all humans between who we truly are and what we even know about ourselves. So there's, there's us and then there's what we think we are and then there's what we present to the world. So there are basically two gaps and it creates disconnection. If you don't know who I truly am, if I've got feelings that I'm not sharing, if I've got thoughts that I'm not sharing, if I've got body sensations, suppose I, I got a real pain in my neck and I'm just trying to ignore it, then you don't know who David is. You're getting a front, you're getting an act, you're getting a presentation, then I get your presentation and it's like we're doing a play. This book is about cutting through all of that bullshit and revealing what's going on in yourself. I call them mice because we know about the elephant in the room. You see it, I see it, no one's saying anything. That's addressing the elephant in the room. But so many creatures in the room are much more subtle. You know, I, I was late two minutes to this call. If I didn't say anything, you know, I might be feeling a bit awkward, feeling a little embarrassed. I'm wondering about the impact on you. It's a mouse in the room. That's an example and the, I'm writing the books to encourage people everywhere in the world to discover their mice and then artfully name their mice so they can be more connected, more related, have more influence over. Because if I don't share my mice with you, you something in you is going to go, this isn't right. There's incongruence. So the more that we can artfully name our mice, the more trust we can generate and everything gets better. Generally. I, I love that. And me being an author myself, I could really relate to it. And that's a reason why I do my show the way that I do, because it's time to cut, cut out the fluff and all the prim and proper stuff and just really be candid, have those organic conversations and talk with people you wouldn't have normally talked to. And David, as we wind down, because I want to be respectful of your time. 
So tell us briefly about Focus.CEO and then close us out with telling the listeners and viewers once again who you are, how they could connect with you on social media and your call to action. Yeah, thank you. So Focus.CEO is because I think we're so powerful as humans. We have a neocortex which can envision how life is going to look and then we can choose to focus and exercise discipline to move towards those goals at a rapid pace. We don't always do it. Up to 95% of our actions in a day are unconscious. And I get excited about that 5%. What can we direct ourselves to create? And that requires focus. And we are all the CEO of our own lives. So focus.co is, is the brand that I created. And how you can play with me, if, if you're interested, is uh, you can go to my website, focus.ceo, scroll down to the bottom and request a coaching session with me. If you think coaching might have you create better goals and move towards them faster so you can live the life you really want to live, request a session and we'll get on the phone we'll, or Zoom and we'll work out if it makes sense for us to work together because it doesn't make sense for me to work with every client, doesn't make sense for you to work with every coach. Um, so that's my invitation. And if you're interested in Mouse in the Room, I'll give you a link where you can get access to the mini book right now and a couple of free downloads I created for listeners. And that, here's the, the link which will take you to a hidden page on my site. It's myfocusgift.com myfocusgift.com will take you straight there and you can get on my mailing list if you like. I send a couple of videos every week. You can also listen to my podcast called Extraordinary Focus. Um, lots of different ways to play at myfocusgift.com. And there you have it, listeners and viewers of GEMS. You just heard David Wood, Focus.CEO, also the author of The Mouse in the Room, a.k.a. Name the Mouse. He is incredible. He has a lot of things that he is doing on the forefront as well as behind the scenes. Make sure you tap in with David. All of his contact information will be in the show notes. And until we chat next time, peace love, and lots of blessings. Remember, you are a masterpiece. You were created for a purpose, on purpose, and don't ever let anyone or anything dim your light, dull your shine, or cause you to remain in a place that is not conducive for your personal or professional growth. Until we chat next time, have an amazing day.